0: Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, this is Jennifer, and I just want you to know that wherever you're at today, that you're not alone. Maybe you're in your office or kitchen or I don't know where you're at. Maybe you're in the boardroom, (laughs) but you are not alone. God is with you. He simply wants to meet you right where you are. Maybe you have a heart of joy today. Maybe you are feeling desperation today or heartache. I don't know. But God wants to engage with you. God wants to talk to you, and he wants you to talk to him. He wants you to simply pray. You know, prayer prompts heaven to engage earth. Prayer prompts God to engage with us right here on earth. And prayer my definition of prayer is simply talking to God simply talking to God you know Jesus he withdrew to places lonely places to pray he went to the mountain to pray even Jesus had to stop his busyness of teaching training gathering crowds working with disciples on the fishing boat Jesus had to stop all of that and spend some time with God and pray and to simply talk to his father and so I have a question have you talked to God today and maybe you haven't yet but before this day ends the challenge is that you will spend some time talking to him let's look at Psalm uh, 91 15 and that is I will answer your cry for help every time you pray and you will find and feel my presence even in your time of pressure and trouble I will be your glorious hero and will give you a feast you know there is a place in In prayer that I want you to go to it's not an actual physical place like going to Florida or going to the beach or something but I like to think of going places in prayer because there is actual destination there's activity there there's things to do in prayer and When you when you spend time in prayer you do you feel like you've been somewhere you feel like you've you've gone somewhere and and accomplished something very special. And so one of the places of prayer that I want to teach you about today and want you to go to is a restored place. I want your heart to be restored to God. I want your mind to be restored back to God and whatever it is that's weighing you down. I want that to be restored. Uh, in First Samuel 12, 22 to 24, let me read you this first. This is Samuel, and he says, For the sake of his great name, the Lord will not reject his people because the Lord was pleased to make you his own. I'm going to stop right there for just a second. The Lord is not going to reject you. I think sometimes we think if we pray, we might God might just ignore us or he's not hearing what I'm saying or he doesn't really care about what I'm saying. No, no, no. He accepts you. He loves you and he wants to hear from his kids and he will not reject you when you pray. You cannot mess it up. You can't say the wrong thing. He, he just wants to hear from you. So, OK, back to the verse for the sake of his great name, the Lord will not reject his people because the Lord was pleased to make you his own as for me far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by failing to pray for you I will teach you the way that is good and right be sure to fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart and consider what great things he has done for you wow that is a power-packed verse from Samuel and he's trying to help us to see that God will not reject us when we pray, that God wants to take us to a restored place. He wants to restore your heart to him. If you feel distant from him or far away from God, go to a restored place in prayer and just begin like this. This is a great way. And maybe we should just stop and do this right now. But I, I like to say to God, Lord, forgive me for not praying I just haven't been praying lately and I haven't been talking to you much. Would you forgive me? It's a great way to start. So why don't we do that together right now? Say just at wherever you're at, you can just pray this right along with me. But God, we come to you today and we say, Lord, forgive us. Forgive us for failing to pray. Lord, forgive us for not talking to you enough and for just believing all these lies in our head that we don't have the time or that we're not close enough to you or that you might reject our prayer or or that we just we don't know what to say. God, forgive us. Forgive us. We want to learn to pray. We want to spend time in your presence. And so we ask you today to teach us how to pray, to, to show us what you want us to pray about, and to be with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yes, God will not reject you, and he will forgive you if you haven't been praying. He just wants to make it right. So it's a restored place. And what Samuel teaches us here is that he, he says that when we consider the great things that God has done for us, that we, he wants us to fear the Lord, he wants us to serve him faithfully with all our heart, and then he says, consider What great things he has done for you. And so, you know, it says in Psalm 104, enter his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise, be thankful to him and bless his name. So when we begin to thank and praise God, it's a, it's a form of prayer and it takes us boom, boom, right immediately into his presence. And so the challenge today is I want you to say, God, I thank you for what you have done in my life. And then I praise you for who you are in my life. So we praise him for who he is. And so that's a great way just to begin to enter into prayer with thanksgiving and praise. And you go from that into other ways and other kinds of things that you want to talk to him about. And so you say, you know, Heavenly Father, I want to talk to you today. I want to be with you today. I want to enter into your holy presence. And I'm going to start with thanksgiving and prayer and praise. And so thank him for everything. You know, I remember I would do this when I had my boys were little. And I would say, we're going to take a time and we're going to walk around the house and we're going to thank God. And so they were so cute. We would say, God, we thank you for the refrigerator. God, we thank you for the washer and dryer. God, we thank you for Daddy, who's who's at work right now. God, we thank you for our couch. And we would literally just walk around the house together. And I taught the boys, let's think of everything possible that we can thank God for. And then we would put our hands in the air, and we would dance around the living room, and we would say, we praise you, God. So when you praise God, it's for who he is. And we would say, God, you're mighty. And what else? what else about God? God, you're powerful. God, you're a healer. God, you're a deliverer. We thank you. We praise you that you are awesome in our lives, that you are a provider. And just begin to praise him. You praise him for who he is and you thank him for what he's done. And once you've done that, you begin to restore your relationship with God. You begin to restore to a place of prayer. So the next place that I want to take us to. And that's a surrendered place of prayer. You can go to a place in prayer where you surrender. You surrender to God. And when you are praying with kind of a reverent submission to God's will, you're going to go far higher and and farther than you ever could go by asserting your own will. You know, we want our way. We want things to go our way. And sometimes sometimes. It's okay. You begin praying those things uh, at the beginning. But over time, God shows you, why don't you give that back to me? Why don't you surrender that to me? And so it's a surrendered place in prayer. I remember a time when we lived in Cincinnati and we had two young children. We were pastors in Cincinnati for six years. My husband started as the youth pastor at a very, very nice church on Kenwood Road in Cincinnati. And he so he was the youth pastor, and then he became the small groups pastor. And then he was the acting kind of the interim pastor for a while. And we were looking for a job where he could be the senior pastor of a church. We had worked there for six years And we loved that church. It was such a beautiful place and a perfect place to learn about ministry and to get our feet wet and to begin serving. And they allowed me to volunteer. I participated in everything. And I had two children. So much fun. And so we began fasting for a year because we knew that we needed to find a senior pastor job. But we didn't know where it was going to be. And we sent 50 resumes all over the country. (laughs) California, Hawaii, New England. We sent them everywhere. And I still don't know, why didn't we take Hawaii? What were we thinking? We actually had a job offer from Hawaii. (laughs) And so at the time, we were thinking it was a little too far from the grandparents who lived in Tennessee. And so I don't know. Maybe that ship has sailed, but Hawaii sounds really good today, doesn't it? So anyway... Uh, this was a time where I remember surrendering and going to this surrendering place in prayer. And I would go to the basement. We had an old house, 1917. It was built and we had a cellar basement. So the boys would be sleeping for their nap. And I would go down there and I would lay on the floor. <laughs> I would get, my phone is ringing. I would go down there and lay on the floor and saying, God, I don't know where you want to take us. We've been we've been fasting ice cream. We've been fasting sweets. And then we went for a time we only ate vegetables. And then we went for a time we, we, we didn't eat anything except a meal in the evening. But we were just desperate to go to the right place. And we said, God, we don't know where you want to take us. But we know that you have a plan. And and we, I would just literally lay on my face and say, Lord, I surrender it. All these resumes are going out, but it's in your hands. It's your perfect plan. So that is a surrendered place. And you're going to go farther. You're going to go higher when you submit to God's will instead of asserting your own. So you just say, God, I surrender this decision, whatever that decision in front of you is, surrender it to the Lord. And maybe even pray the Lord's prayer. That's a great surrendered place. Place of prayer. Well, you are listening to Simply for Women, and I want you to stay right here because we have a wonderful interview coming up, and we're gonna be right back. So don't don't go away. We have a great guest for the second half of the show. And if you want to know more about the show, we we would like you to go to jennifer-jackson.org. And you can even be on the show. We want to hear from you. We want to pray with you. So go to jennifer-jackson.org. Don't go away. Stay right here. You're listening to Simply for Women.